0: Today was supposed to be the deadline for the city's 60-day limit on migrants staying in temporary shelters. But the city of Chicago extended that deadline for the second time due to the snow and frigid temperatures that we've been experiencing in our area. Now, this comes as officials plan to focus on, quote, out-migration and resettlement efforts to free up space in city-run shelters. And one of these strategies is the Unity Initiative. It's a partnership between the city and faith communities in our area to provide temporary housing to some migrants. And Jonathan DeLaO is pastor at Starting Point Community Church in the belmont Cragen neighborhood. And he's participating in this program as well. And he joins us now back in studio. Pastor, welcome back to Reset.
1: Thanks for having me again.
0: So before we get into specifics about housing folks at your church, give us your reaction to this, uh, this deadline being yeah. extended once again.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's a good thing because we're afraid that families, we're talking about children, families are going to be, you know, kicked out to the streets. And that's, that's a concern for everybody. Um, and so, um, on, on the personal level, like I get, we have contact with people that are living in the shelters and they're messaging me through WhatsApp saying, pastor, um, I have to leave by the 22nd, by the Mm 23rd, um, do you know where I can go? And I'm like, I, 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 don't, I don't know at the moment. I don't know. And so, mm. um, it has been, it has been very scary to think about.
0: Wow, scary, and, and it sounds like it's just creating a lot of confusion for for people. I mean, that's a lot.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: They're facing this looming deadline, and it's ever changing.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Like I. Like um. I know that they've been pushing it back. You know, some of the eviction notices that I've been receiving like they'll be taking pictures of them and you can see the deadline. Like you have to leave by this date. Yeah. And they're, and they're asking, I, I got, um, <laughs> I got a recording from one of them at, talking to somebody from the shelters and asking like, well, what's going to happen? Like, where do we go? And that's been the prevailing question. So what, what happens to these individuals that the time is up, which is understandable. Yeah. I, I get it. 60 days is a good amount of time. However, like given on the system and, and everything that's happening, you know, it's hard to find jobs, and then it's hard to find a place of living, a place to stay. And so, mm-hmm. um, February first is what they're what they're saying now, and and we'll, you know, we got to see what happens then.
0: So you're saying. You're saying 60 days, it, it feels like a good amount of time, it, generally. Um, but I remember the last time we talked, uh, we were looking ahead. We were trying to prepare for it to get cold. Right Here we are. The yeah. temperatures have dropped. We've seen a lot of snow. Uh, I mean, how have the new arrivals been dealing with that, yeah, in extreme not, temperatures? I
1: mean, the ones that I've met and talked to, not so well, I mean, as you can imagine, right? They're not used to this type of weather. Last week was below zero weather, and... You know the guys living at the at, at the at the church, and people coming from the shelters are like, pastor, it's 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 really cold, and I'm like, you yeah. got to be careful out there, and you know it's all about when they get to the landing zones or places when they get here, uh, volunteers, you know, and and new life centers, you know, uh, come together and and give coats and and all these uh, winter item, winter clothing, right. And just kind of telling them, hey, be careful out there. And at the moment, like, because it's cold, there's not a lot of work. You know, there's not a lot of work out there.
0: Before you were connecting folks uh, at police stations, right? Right. And and now that police stations aren't being used as these entry points anymore, what's that been like? How how has it been to provide resources now?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question because... uh, when the police stations were decompressed, which was good, because um, we didn't want to, we didn't, we didn't want to see that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anybody did. Uh, and they were going to shelters, and so we we, we shifted our, our focus to meeting people at the shelters. Now we can't go in, right? But there's always people around or outside connections, guys that are that we know, we have relationships with, that we had relationships with at police stations are now in contact with us. A pastor, you know, you can drive by this street, and so we're dropping off resources there food, clothing, all, all sorts of all sorts of items to do. The one closest to us is the thirteen oh five North Elston shelter.
0: Yeah, and and I know that um as you mentioned you've been out at the landing zone and, and warming buses. I mean, are they effective in your view?
1: Um I haven't personally been to like the landing zone area, or from what I hear, being run by New Life Centers, uh they, they it's a huge warehouse and they're operating well from what I understand um, what's been happening since there's no they're not letting people stay at the police station so this is what happened to me recently yeah um, I somebody came in and they' were like pastor where do I go I was like I guess you go to a shelter so I try to drop them off at a shelter at the shelter it says no no you have to process them they have to go to d12 district 12 so I took the gentleman at district 12 and they said okay they're gonna wait here and they're gonna take them to a shelter that has space. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. That's what I, you know, that's what everyone believed. Um, we we recommend that that for somebody else, and that individual called us a few hours later saying, "Hey, they never took us to a shelter." Mm. And I was like, "Oh, I was, I was like, well, where did they take you?" And they they took them to a bus, and there was a a, a period I, they stopped now because of the cold weather, where about eight CTA buses were by the Greyhound station. And there was about thirty to forty people per in each in each 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 of those buses, and so we went. We were trying to go over there and you know pass out resources too. But just mm. to think that there's no places to plug in your 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 you know your cable for your phone to charge so you can communicate with your family. Right. You're sitting the whole time. There's no shot. Obviously, there's no shot. It's just. It's just.
0: And you you've gotten text messages. I'm hearing from folks. Yes. Um, getting eviction notices despite the extension.
1: Uh no no so when when. When they sent me the eviction notices that about a week or two ago, um, I was like, well, let me look into this. And then okay. I started seeing articles coming out, like two-day extensions or three-day extensions. And I said, hey, ask them there um, what kind of you know plan they have in place. And then the February 1st came out. I see. And no one said anything to me yet of the families that have reached out.
0: How did they find placement in your church, first of all?
1: Yeah, so we started back in, in May, 2023. And it was just the relationships. You that, were
0: doing this before the Unity yes, Initiative correct, came about. yeah.
1: Um, we just started forming relationships with people at the station. And you, you just get a feel, right? Yeah. Okay, You seem like a solid guy, you know, a solid person that, that wants to work, that wants to do well. And so we invite them to to stay with us. Now, the, the thing with that, you know, we, we pulled them out of the, the system. So we have to tell them, like, hey, listen, that three to six month government funding of uh, free rent or a help rent, that's that we're not part of that. And so are you OK with that? And so they'll come in and they agree with it. And and so, yeah, we've had guys um, since since May uh, yeah. and uh, we've we've we have 21 people staying at the at the church currently, and we, currently. And we transitioned 26 to their own apartment So far. Mm-hmm.
0: Tell me more about the the 21 that, uh, you know, some of them uh, yeah. that are staying. At, what are their stories? Where do they come from? Oh man,
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, most of them are from Venezuela. OK. And they talk, talk to me about their their adventure, their, their journey over crossing the jungle of Darien in Colombia, riding on the beast in Mexico, this long um, you know train that keeps moving. Uh, you're there for days. Uh, you have to sleep on air, you have to be careful mm-hmm. because you can fall. Um, um, wow. They talk to me about that, you know food is, is tossed in bags, wrapped bags from neighboring uh, towns in the middle of the night sometimes and they'll like toss them and they don't even know who it's they're getting food from but they're getting food on their on their way up on this train and then they get they, they submit themselves to uh, they give themselves up to immigration once they get the border and they're in this like place called the cooler the freezer i'm sorry the freezer and it's a it's a room kind of similar to right here it's just white bright mm-hmm. and packed Packed.
0: Is that a nickname that
1: they've given it? Yeah, la hielera, the freezer. The because freezer, it's because cold. it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. Wow. And then, um, and then they're they're flown and bussed out. And uh, right now, just recently, this weekend, someone called me said, "Pastor, we just got someone who came into the suburb. Um, he's been separated from their, his child at the border. How do we get them reconnected?" I'm like, I, I, I mean, give me the names. We'll see what we can do. So, our families are displaced. You know, they they see all sorts of things in in that track. Over
0: what are the needs of the men in your church right now?
1: Jobs, they need jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's how a, are you
0: are, are you trying to help to well get that process going they, as far as permits?
1: Yeah, I, well, the, the, there's a TPS right, yeah. temporary work permit. It's uh, going to help them in the long run, right? However, and we once that rolled out, we're like let's let's go for it. Let's find out how to how to how to get this for you guys. They want to work. They just want to work and and the process is long. They're asking for documentations mm-hmm. that some of them don't have. They're, at, you know, once you get do- those documentations, it's you have to be processed. Uh, you have to pay for it. So they they're trying to work to get money, but then it's like a catch 22 because mm-hmm. they don't have they don't have the they cash have the
0: money to pay for what they need.
1: Absolutely. And I think right now, the last number that I saw, I think 1% of all the immigrants, almost close to 30,000, have received or have been approved of their TPS.
0: Wow. Has the city helped uh, provide any other wraparound services like medical care, for instance, Um, for those uh, that are staying with you?
1: uh, No, the city, no, no, not with our guys. Um, With the Unity Initiative, uh, there's autonomy. So it's like you have to, you know, figure out the social services that you want to provide. Um, so if
0: someone staying at your church right now has a medical condition that right. needs attention,
1: yeah, So, what is we, that your responsibility? Yes, yes, correct. And so what the Unity Initiative has done was it has been able to create funds in order for us to staff people, in order for those staff people to find and connect our guys to those different resources. Mm. So the Unity Initiative was super helpful for us because we staffed, we staffed, two individuals uh, one to do social services one to be an assistant and then i got these people you know looking up the nearest uh, nearest uh, agency staff agencies what clinics to go to applying for medicaid link cards i see like that.
0: goodness um i mentioned that the city's extended that shelter stay limit two times at this point mm-hmm. and uh it, it is coming up february 1st is a lot closer than than we think will the people that are staying in your church need to abide by that? Like, is that yeah. February 1st a concern yeah. for you at yeah. all? No,
1: no. Um, you know, we appreciate the the city as far as putting the word out for people to w- want to donate and get involved in this way. We appreciate that. That's that's great. That's been awesome. Um, however, since there's no direct um, influence or or help since the, since we started the new unity initiative, we... I feel I can't speak on behalf of everyone else, but I feel that um, those rules we try to follow alongside of them. But I think there's flexibility for for us. I mean, we know we know these guys, um, you know, we have transitioned people out um, during this 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 60 day period that we 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 launched. But um, I think there's grace in in doing this.
0: And I know that uh, two weeks ago, a man that's staying at your church was able to reunite. With his yeah. family, can you tell us more
1: yeah yeah so um, uh, this gentleman moved out in this in October he moved out with three other guys that were staying on site uh, so and then I he, he messaged me and I said hey how's it going and he's like good and he sends me a picture of him and his son oh, and I was wow. like whoa When did that happen? he said two weeks ago they came and so they received him so uh, you know when I say 26 have transitioned out you know that number might grow because they're receiving their their families, you know. They they've they've come in.
0: Yeah, you're doing a lot to 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 house these migrants, right? I mean, are you doing much when it comes to spiritual guidance for them yeah, too? Oh my
1: gosh, thank you for asking that. Uh, so, like, how much
0: how much pastoring do you? Yeah, get Yeah, to do?
1: yeah. So so that and I tell the guys that too. Like, what we're doing here, like, that's an extension of of the calling that the that God has placed over me. And, you know, I'm first and foremost pastor, so I have guys who sit down and and cry and you know and and we dialogue and we pray together um and we never force people to come to church you know i don't think that's the the right way to do things but they'll come you know and people from the shelter they want to come you know faith and their spiritual walk is important for a lot of latin americans and so we provide the means for them to come and so you see people you know coming to church asking for prayer wanting to talk Mm -hmm. and it's been it's been a, a really neat experience just to see that part of it. It's too. been
0: a safe space.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We'll leave
0: it there. That's Reverend uh, Jonathan Della O oh of Starting Point Community Church. That's one of several churches taking part in the city's Unity Initiative to temporarily house those who are seeking asylum. Thank you again, Pastor. Absolutely,
1: thank you.